Now on to our listeners. T3 understands what took place. The night you started listening to wrestling podcasts, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together and said a prayer and it sounded like this. Oh dear God, you see my name's Billy and I just love wrestling podcasts, but there's just one problem. They all absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. You are absolutely right. They do suck. But there is one thing and one thing only that you can do. You must go find the show that is simply electrifying. You must go find Take Two Takedown. Oh, but God, anybody but take... Know your role and shut your mouth. And then as fear went through your body, tears went down your cheek and piss rolled down your leg. Your house started to shake, the clouds parted and the heavens opened. And what seemed like millions and millions of voices said to you in unison, Jabroni, if you smell what T3 is cooking... right folks episode 69 you deserve it this is awesome i'm gonna give you a yes chant because you've got myself john and my buddy craig here and we're gonna talk some wwe stuff exactly john is back uh from the uh hospital that he was put in not because he's mentally unstable which he should be in uh yeah. not, not because he's old and feeble Wait, which he is huh? but this time he was just sick I had the flu. I had some weird, really bad string of flu that was going along, and um, it it took its toll on me. I was out for a whole week. Uh, Craig, you did a phenomenal singles episode. Oh, you're too kind. Um, too kind. It's easy when we have great fans that write you letters. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed your show. Um, a few pointers. Right. One, you suck. Right, uh, obviously. Two, mm-hmm. uh, I am much better looking than you are. 100%. Couldn't and, doubt that. Mm-hmm. And three, uh, the witty banter, I think it, it flows on both ends. That's true. It's it's hard to have it's, witty banter with oneself. It's like the first night of the flu. It comes out of both ends. It comes out of both ends. Exactly. Now, you actually got the flu on Sunday night, and we'll get into what was happening the Sunday night you got the flu, but first... We have to welcome everybody. Yeah, let's we do made, that. We were just discussing in our pre-show, pre-show, pre-show meeting that we are over 400 followers now. We're, like, impressive. What? Well, we are impressed. We are impressed We didn't realize that. there are more than two people that enjoyed what we had to talk about. Exactly. So, welcome to all of our new listeners, all of our new followers. Um, if you're not following us on the uh, Twitter and you're just listening to our show, you should. We are at Take2Takedown. All right. Uh, you can email us. We have our uh, letter bag that we opened up last week when I was here by myself. It's our tea bag, our triple tea bag at gmail.com. You can email us there, or you can call our hotline, 434-602-1931. Be sure to call that hotline. Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a message. We love to get those things. But, John, the Sunday you started to get sick was Fast Lane Sunday. That's why I got sick. That's why you got sick. And so we did not get to discuss much, you know, except via uh, text in our pre-show meeting. What did you think of Fastlane in general? Uh, uh. It was 
you know, for your last pay per view prior to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. Fastlane was just it felt like a placeholder to me. It had. Yeah. A few decent matches, but all in all, it was just kind of there. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like a glorified episode of Raw and SmackDown. That's a, it was It was more to me like a really good weekly episode. I don't know. If, I mean, not a, you know, a barn burner sort of event uh, as it should be leading up to WrestleMania, but a, a good weekly episode. Um, you know, we I talked last week about all the things that are happening. A lot of more stuff happened this week. What do we want to get into first, which happened on the stuff that happened on Raw or the stuff that happened on SmackDown leading into WrestleMania? Mm, I don't know. I think we can just free flow into both. Um, there's so much stupid crap going on that... There's a lot of convoluted... Dumb storylines. I, I got. I got to apologize. I may seem disinterested, but I just received the message that I can pre-order my exclusive Becky Lynch Funko Pop. I sent you that message an hour ago. So, so you're pre-ordering right now. Buy it now. I One it click. Now. Bought it now. Place the order. Right I think you get it point. in like August. <laughs> done. Hey, anyway, done. Done. Right, I'm back in focus. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think if we talk about just what's going on leading into WrestleMania right now, coming mm-hmm. out of Fastlane and, and working in there, we'll hit everything because yeah. there's a lot of crap going on right now. There is. Um, there's an angry Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but my problem I have with Ronda Rousey and everything that's going on with her right now is mm-hmm. it's like she went from face to heel so quick. Very quick. And her heel turn has been nothing but being a pouty brat. Yeah, and... I don't like you guys anymore, so I'm going to do what I want to do. Right, right. And I'm going to smack, and Dana Brooke's going to get an arm bar, but we don't know if it's the arm bar. Right, I'm never going to let her go, no matter you what. Know, and, you know, now I'm going to smack some raps, and don't, I got my big husband back here. He's going to smack you around, too. I and mean... It, it just... I. Why? Well, here's the thing. Run. Her husband has been at ring for the past few episodes. Like, that's understandable. This is, I believe, the first time that they've been walking in, and they they mentioned her husband, MMA fighter Travis Brown, Mm -hmm. at least three or four times in this episode of Raw. Right. Which, the fact that they're naming him and they're pointing him out leads me, at some point, he will be involved more so than pushing the ref in all of this stuff leading up to WrestleMania. I don't know what. I don't think we're talking match-wise, but at some point, he's going to be involved in this because they're not going to point him out this much. Oh, I've got my theory. Oh, oh, please. Lay on us your theory, Mr. John. All right. So, Ronda Rousey, being the superstar that she is, can't lose. Charlotte can't lose, and Becky can't lose. Right. None of them can lose. So, here's what I'm thinking is going to happen. Somehow, Travis Brown at WrestleMania gets involved, which disqualifies Ronda Rousey, leaving it just to Charlotte and Becky, Mm -hmm. at which point... If you're going to go fan favorite, Becky's going to pin Charlotte. If you're going to go blonde and big boob favorite, mm-hmm. Charlotte's going to pin the world. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they're introducing Travis Brown so that those of us that don't watch, don't know who he is, and you're just coming in now to get ready for WrestleMania, if he's going to be a player, mm-hmm. you know who he is. That's Ronda Rousey's husband. Right, right. Did you know he's an MMA fighter? What? I had no idea. So anyway... But, I mean, my going back to my original point is the character you've now made Ronda mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it, especially, like you said, so quickly. But it, it's, it's one of those, at least to me, it's one of those, like, 
you you you've taken her and in trying to make her a bad person, you obviously did not tell her how to do a subtle heel turn. No, no. So now like she's not coming off as this true badass heel, you know, the head bitch. Mm-hmm. She's coming off as a pouty, whiny brat. Who is just stomping around in a room because she didn't get her way? Right. Well, and if you start to get into more of the, I, I don't know because I know some other wrestling shows have discussed this whether this is behind the scenes stuff or not with this whole like Ronda Rousey's vlog that she does of doing all these things. Oh, I wasn't even going to get into that. Where she got into talking about wrestling, how it's and fake, how, yeah, except how, for what she does here. Right. Right. Like, yeah, so no, I'm not getting into so all that. It's, it's, I don't that understand. to me is just her not understanding how to talk about her business. See, because I was is I was thinking that's more leading into she's just being a pouty brat, and maybe that's even closer to how she really feels is that okay. she's a pouty brat. Points taken. <laughs> so I, you make a, a very strong point. I would agree with you. Yeah. But I was giving her the benefit of the doubt and just saying maybe she doesn't know how to talk about her business. But you know, um. But this leads us into what happened on SmackDown with Charlotte and Becky. Obviously, they don't know what to do with them. No. They put them on, and I, God, we love Kevin Owens, and he did a great job of yes. selling all of this yes. and yes. setting it up. He was just the pitch. He would throw the softball, yep. Yep. and he gave Charlotte and Becky both an opportunity to knock it out of the park, mm-hmm. and they failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're... Should have been some greater banter about I'm better than you and of I'm course, better than of you mm-hmm. to lead into this stupid ass cat fight that they had. But it's obvious that WWE is like, well, hey, we've got to keep them in the open. We've got to keep them visual. We have to let the fans see them. Mm-hmm. But we don't know how to do that. So, Kevin, pick a fight between them and you two can just scrap for a little bit and then we'll separate you. I mean, because it's already been announced that WrestleMania is going to be what, 17 matches so far. That's a lot of storylines to keep. But that Moving. leads me that like, leads me in the fast lane though, where they announce these matches and then they changed them at the last minute. Yes. That's what they're doing on Raw and SmackDown. They're writing the show as they go. It definitely appears that That's way. That's what it felt like with Fastlane. Mm-hmm. I can see now that you're announcing 17 matches, wait, too much content. Let's take the uh you know Baron Corbin Kurt Angle match, and instead of making it his farewell match, we'll put it into this Royal Rumble thing because we didn't have any mention of the Andre the Giant Royal Rumble until Braun Strowman comes out and says, "Hey, I'm in it and I'm going to win it." Right, exactly. We have heard nothing of the Women's Royal Rumble. Nope. Mm-hmm. And is it the Snickers Royal Rumble again? I don't. I mean, I we don't knows. dare say what they originally no, called it. No, we do not speak her name. Mm-mm. So I mean, I'm just. There's no mention of these. That's at least 10 wrestlers. Yeah. And since we were talking of the card, um, and I have to go back, I don't want to be remiss. No, that's fine. Becky Lynch, I love you. Mm-hmm. I just ordered your Funko Pop that I won't see until August. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's mine. It's yours. It's yours. And and I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a female wrestler, you should probably feel the same pain we are as fans in thinking that where is... The, the talent for these cards, like, WWE has signed a significant amount of female talent. Yes. But they are not bringing them up. It, like, you're going to tell me one of your superstars, Lacey Evans? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because all she does is walk out and walk back. But that's more than Nikki Cross gets. Where's well, no, she Nikki, been? Nikki was on SmackDown. <laughs> that's you true. didn't see her in the corner cheering <laughs> on Kofi? That's true. That's true. So mm-hmm. she got TV time? She got some TV time, yeah. Um, oh, Nikki. Yeah, I just... 
you you bring these up, you don't develop the talent. You have all this talent in NXT that you're not exploiting, and that's going to lead us into like the women's tag team match. Like you thought that Natalia, who is probably on her way to a farewell match, right, right, with um, you know, and making her way into being a trainer or something, mm-hmm. pairing her up with Beth Phoenix, whom I've always loved and am happy to see back. She's got a lot of ring rust, but I'm right. still happy to see her back. Mm-hmm. Now they're challenging for a WrestleMania match with uh, Bailey mm-hmm. and Banks, and then the Iconics win in an iffy way on Tuesday, mm-hmm. which should give them a title match as well. Right, right. Do you see a gauntlet or a fatal four way tag match for the women's division? Tag I mean, belts? because it's it's one of those things. As much as we love Beth Phoenix and we love Natalia, they're not going to give them the belt. No, like, we, we know that you deflate. <laughs> You just deflated your champions. Like, they won the belt. You These are your first inaugural tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have them losing twice. Yeah. Once on Raw, mm-hmm. once on SmackDown, mm-hmm. to what should be contenders. Exactly, exactly. So, how, like, you've already submarined those belts. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. no buy-in on those belts. Like, I don't believe Bailey and Banks are these badass first-time winners, and they deserve to be called champions. No, no. What I, I believe agree. is they're kind of placeholders, and I'm just unhappy with all it. Like, you totally took any air out of those belts for me. Yeah, which is sad, because that, that belt and having those belts at WrestleMania can be a big deal, can be a big storyline, because, as we've said, there are people that just watch WrestleMania that may not even know a women's tag team belt exists now. So my prediction on this one going into WrestleMania is you've got a challenger on Raw. Mm-hmm. You now have a challenger from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Now they go to NXT and lose to someone else. Now you have your three other teams. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And they're all... Tag team fatal four-way? Yeah. You're probably right. You're probably right. I'm just saying right. they're setting that up. If they are setting that up, I do hope that the NXT ones would be Sky Pirates. Uh... <laughs> Because I just love those two, even though they're in a match next week to see who fights uh, Shayna Baszler at TakeOver. But still, that's what, that's what I would want, personally. That, and, mm-hmm. and that's fine. I'm just saying, you've totally deflated those belts. Um, we both said how much we love that those belts would travel across brands. Yes. We even talked about, with each other, I don't think we talked about it on the show, but we love the fact that they were like, hey, look, we're going to take it to SmackDown. We're going to take it to Raw. We're even going to take it to NXT mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we are just looking and hungry for a challenge. Right, right. Mm-hmm. We love that mentality. Yeah. But you yeah. did not build Banks and Bailey up to no. be the badasses no. that could They should have been that. traveling to all three band brands, beating down everybody to make yeah. it look impressive. Yeah. Have them come into WrestleMania as the queens of the hill. Yep. And yep. then have these three challenging teams saying, you know what? We'll take you, you down. You've been yeah. on the pedestal long enough. Mm-hmm. One of us is going to bring you down. I like that. I like that. Probably not going to happen. No. Uh, but I like that. Um, so speaking of confusing, do we get into Kofi? Uh, I want to save <laughs> You want to save Kofi? I want to save okay. Kofi, and I want to save um, Seth Rollins for a little bit. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. But let's talk Drew McIntyre. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> okay. in my opinion, they've taken Drew. They've built him back up. Yes, they, they have. have. let him beat everyone on the Shield that was formerly the Shield. Mm-hmm. It may have been underhanded or slighty, you know. They Why? Mm-hmm. 
What? So he beat up Dean not once, twice, but like three times. Mm-hmm. He pins Seth. Seth is the challenger for the universal title. Right, right. And he pins Seth. Mm-hmm. By the way, I know this is hokey, mm-hmm. and I know I am a true mark, but I really appreciated him wearing the Chicago Bear color. Of course, uh, yeah. Wrestling tights mm-hmm. in Chicago. Yep, yep. And now I want to see him in Baltimore. Oh, that would be good. But, um, you know, I get it. They are revitalizing Drew McIntyre. Um, what does this tell me? They are probably building Drew McIntyre up to be the top heel. Mm-hmm. So who are they going to put him up against at WrestleMania? None other than Roman Reigns. I was going to say, it's got to be Reigns, exactly. And it feels like, it feels like, hey, listen, we know Seth... Seth is going to wrestle for the belt. Mm-hmm. We know that he's the number one contender. We know that there's going to be this belt match. But you guys really like Roman again. Yeah. I mean, here's the motherfucker that beat cancer. Right, right. We got to put him in here. So he is going to... Do, do you think... This is what I wanted to ask you. Do you think this is going to outshine the Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar match? Uh, or you think they're billing the Roman and uh, McIntyre to be, like, the power match? I mean, I, I think there's a possibility of that. And one of the big possibilities of that is, even though he's appearing now, is you you can make sure consistently that you will have McIntyre and Reigns on every Raw leading up to WrestleMania. I assume Brock Lesnar leading up to WrestleMania will be on them all, but probably not. Like, no. He, he, there's no, you know, there's no assumption. He's not going to wrestle. He's definitely not going to wrestle, whereas McIntyre and Reigns will both do matches either against each other or against, you know, other people to make themselves look stronger leading into WrestleMania. And I think if they're, I honestly believe one of the ways they could start off WrestleMania right is you actually start with the Reigns-McIntyre match, which could be a very good match. I think that would be an awesome opener, and I think that would be like one of those, hey, guys, not only do we have your butts in the seat right now, but this is why. Yeah, exactly. Because we're going to give you this pop. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. they're going to follow it with like the Shane Miz match. Oh, oh my god! I did. I will say this: <laughs> as much as you and I hate that storyline, yes. and we do, yes, I did really appreciate Miz's promo this week. That was a, that was some emotion for a heel turning face. Mm-hmm. I think it was a very good one because he still had a little bit of the heelish tendencies in yeah. there, but he said, "You know what." You did this in front of my dad. You did this in my hometown. You embarrassed me. You embarrassed my family. I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out very Mizish, Yeah. Turning face. And I appreciated the talent that that took. Yes. Especially, especially once again, when you see a Ronda Rousey going, well, I don't want to be a good guy anymore. <laughs> I'm mad now. Oh, oh, you know, yes. Miz coming out. He did a very subtle turn. He did great mic work. I, I was, I was thoroughly impressed. No, I think he had a he, really good promo. He, uh, you know, had the impression of fighting back some tears. Like that was that was legit. As much as one can say about it, legit acting. Like I, that he was doing. I got total buy-in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll see Marine Seven now with him in it. You haven't. Wasn't, wait, which one was he just do? Was that six? I thought that was I thought six. That was, it was six or seven. I watched it because of Becky Lynch. Right, exactly, exactly. So I assumed you would know. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, so uh, now I was talking with Jeff the Ref last night. Okay. Um, and he mentioned that he had seen rumors, which I talked about last week, of the Demon Balor 
coming to WrestleMania because he's on the poster. Demon Balor's on the WrestleMania poster. Right, so if the demon comes, he's going to beat Lashley. Right. You think? I mean, I assume that's what it is, right? I think if that's the case, then obviously all of this dropping the belt, getting the belt, dropping mm-hmm. the belt, getting the belt was just build up so that Finn can finally get over on a big guy. But he has to do it as the demon. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that placates McMahon where he's like, oh, look at the little guy. He should never win. But that placates, like, he had to go to extraordinary measures. He is the extraordinary man. Just to win. Mm-hmm. I, I, So I think that's doable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see. I love seeing the demon. I oh, love yeah. the fact that they are sparing with it. Oh yeah, they definitely have been. Mm-hmm. So I I actually enjoy that a lot. Mm-hmm. But we've said it time and time again. We get so tired of Finn being the corporate punching bag. Oh my god, so much so, so much so. so. Um, and and I think the other thing we have to talk about, and you've already mentioned it, is is Corbin Angle for Angle's final match. Now we both had the same opinion as to who should be Kurt Angle's final match, which was Cena. Right. Cena was his first match. Cena should be his final match. Cena has no match at WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. If you're going to have cancer beating Reigns in it, why wouldn't you have Vince McMahon's other boy of Cena in there? Like, And we all just pretty much expect, like, if Cena's going to come in, hey, that would be the one match I want to see him in. Yes. Now we're probably going to, if he is going to be there, now we're probably going to see him in, like, this Royal Rumble thing, and it'll be like, oh, that's, there's Cena. Yeah. There mm-hmm. goes Cena. You know, who cares? I, I would actually give some validity. Like, I'm sorry. One, who cares if Cena shows up now? And two, who cares about the Kurt Angle match? Nobody does. I would give it more validity if it was John Cena. I'd be like, hey, for nostalgia reasons. Yep. I would love it if John just came out with the, the Thugonomic spinner belt and be like, <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> this is for you. I'm wrestling you Thugonomics style. Right, exactly. And, you know, he puts him over. He gets a little ankle lock on him. Mm-hmm. And Kirk gets to say goodbye as a champion. Yeah. I, I think that would that would make it more, as you said, it'd give you more buy-in. Make it, make it more entertaining for you. I mean, you're already going to have yeah. some nostalgia on there with Batista and Triple H. Why not do another one? You got 17 freaking matches. And now, as I've seen, as I saw multiple people mention on Twitter... Um, you know, the good thing about the uh, Angle-Corbin match is now you know at least some point during the WrestleMania. I get a piss break. You get to go piss, especially you that's, being there. That's probably what's going to happen is that'll be the opener. I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> I don't need to go now. I just went before this started. Now they're opening with this? Oh. I mean, I guess I could force myself. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the... SmackDown and Raw... Both kind of came up a little lame this week. Mm. I'm expecting, especially four, three weeks away from WrestleMania. Right, right. You're really working these stories. You expect we, more. Yeah. We all, like, let's talk about KO. Yes. We, we we mentioned it when we were talking about Becky and Charlotte, how he built it up. He picked the fights. He got the little jabs in. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things he did, which was really subtle, is he's like, we all know how it's like to have best friends and then turn on each other. <laughs> yep. And mm-hmm. I couldn't help thinking about your episode mm-hmm. where Chris Jericho calls Cody yes. and says, hey, you little shit. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, I made you. How, how different is that promo <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. to the one he had where they had the Festival of Friendship? The Festival of Friendship. Oh. 
And I'm watching KO, and he's making the little digs like, God, this tie's really uncomfortable. Thank God it's a zip-up. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's how we would be. That's how, like, I would picture hanging out with Kevin Owens is just being like, I'm hanging out with my buddy. He would be our third uh, slightly heavyset bearded white guy. There he goes. He'll sit here and do a show with us. But, um, so I really appreciate KO, KO this week. Um, what I did not appreciate... Mm-hmm. Is uh, the Iconics. <sighs> yeah. Their promo and their in-ring work sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I you know. I know. The fans know. I was on board with the Iconics when they first came. I liked them. I thought they were funny. I fell for all that shtick. They have not changed. It's been the same for, feels like a year now. Like, I, they've done the same promos leading into the ring. You know what makes it better? Is that Peyton Royce looked like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader? Well, let me <laughs> let me help you out even more. Okay, okay, okay. Mute, mm-hmm. mute button. Just mute, just mute when they talk. When I heard the ah, ah, <laughs> turn it off. Hit the mute button, mm-hmm. and then what I did is I covered my left eye. <laughs> right. So all I could see was mm-hmm. Peyton Royce. Okay, okay. I, see I got a few flashes of Billy Kay, but as long as I look at the neck down, she's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I looked at Peyton Royce, and I didn't have to listen to her. Right. And the only time I said, oh, my God, I can't even look at her this time, and had to cover my right eye, too, mm-hmm. was when they hit the, that would be iconic. And they, they, they look the, out in the distance yeah, with their chest out. Their little pose, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Wait, so you're saying you and your son will not be doing that pose live at WrestleMania?" God no. And we can put it on Instagram. No, 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 no. My son and I have already talked about some of our WrestleMania plans. I'll get into it when we talk more about WrestleMania. Okay, okay. But I'm excited. Back to the Iconics. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even watch him in the ring, and the problem I have with Bailey and Banks mm-hmm. is that they get just as sloppy as their opponents in the ring. Yes, both of them. And. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's kind of a, a detriment to the whole women's division. Mm-hmm. Like, they only wrestle up to each other. We've said that for years about Natalia. That's what she does. She'll wrestle great. She'll have, like, she had amazing matches with uh, um, um, the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot. Yes. Mm-hmm. She had amazing matches with Ruby Riot. And Ruby Riot, either she wrestled up or Natalia wrestled to her. Mm-hmm. But they were incredible. Yeah. But then we see like these stupid matches she's having with Bailey and Banks, where mm-hmm. they're she's literally standing there with her face out, like you're supposed to hit me now. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I I don't like. No, you are no. you she's are better what, than that. She's supposed to elevate everybody else. It, you're pretty much the pinnacle mm-hmm. of the wrestling world, and I'm talking like the indies, AEW, mm-hmm. all of these other uh, promotions and all that. They all strive to be WWE. Right. Right. Your talent in WWE shouldn't be that flawed. No, it should be best of the best. So, speaking of best of the best, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Kurt Angle being in his farewell matches, I know we're jumping all around, That's but... That's what we do. I, I think it's kind of worth it because, it, like, I'm weirdly okay that they would let Chad Gable and Apollo Crews job out to... Kurt Angle. Yes. And like, I think it was nice. They both looked strong in their matches. Mm-hmm. They did a great job. But one of the things that made me laugh was, and and now I see why, but Apollo Crews has a great match with Kurt Angle. I mean, Apollo Crews looked great. Kurt right. Angle looked like Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he loses out, 
And then the next week he goes and he beats Baron Corbin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing Corbin down. Yes. Mm-hmm. When Corbin was supposed to be one of your three corporate heels where it was Lashley, McIntyre, and Corbin. And yeah. Corbin. Mm-hmm. But now Corbin's jobbing out to Apollo Crews and will job out to Kurt Angle. And I assume uh, next week he will probably job out to Chad Gable. Yeah. They're going to follow the same sort of yeah. tears that they seem to be moving. Does yeah. that give Kurt Angle uh, Bobby Roode? I, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I like the fact that they did that. Yes, and I, and I thought I think like you said, both matches I think were good. Like, and when you have somebody like Chad Gable against somebody like Kurt Angle, who are both legit wrestlers, like actual wrestlers, um, they you know they can do good stuff together, and I think they did. I think they did. So, do we get into Rollins now and Brock Lesnar and what? Like you said it. I am getting less excited for this match as we get closer to WrestleMania. Unfortunately, I I'm not a huge fan. Like I like Seth Rollins. I'm okay with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I want the belt back. I want as a fan. I want to feel that it is contendable. Yes. I want to feel that it is viable and that we have a champ that is going to perform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel like uh, Brock Lesnar is like that statuesque paper champ that you know. Only comes out because he has to. Exactly. Exactly. So my problem with this is I honestly think Seth Rollins will win the belt. Mm-hmm. I could. I, I agree. I would agree on that. But now I have this little voice in the back of my head saying, well, wait a minute. If Brock does that Les- vo- Wait, does that voice sound like Vince McMahon? Maybe a little. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute, big fella. <laughs> you got to be one more person. <laughs> Wait, that's the Kofi story. Well, oh, oh. Anyway, um, no, but there's a voice in the back of my head that says, but wait a minute, why? Why do I feel that Seth Rollins, should he? Yes. Is it time? Yes. Does that matter? No. No. Nothing like th- those two questions, is it time or is does he deserve it? Never get asked in WWE anymore. Whether someone deserves it, and if it's time for them to get it, doesn't doesn't matter. But it's not time for Seth Rollins <laughs> to get it. It's time for Brock Lesnar to lose it. I would agree. I would now, agree. But, and the other thing that's saying, you know, oh, well, Roman's back and he beat cancer. Mm-hmm. Does he have to beat Brock Lesnar for the belt? Maybe at SummerSlam, do we find some crazy way of putting the belt on Drew McIntyre? For SummerSlam. Uh, I mean, we still have a good amount of weeks till WrestleMania, and you never know what they're going to do. And then we have this whole Dark Horse thing of is Dean or isn't he? And if that's the case and Seth Rollins wins the belt, do we now make it like brother against brother? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, we've, but we've done all that. Yeah. When Seth Rollins was part of the authority Mm -hmm. and. You know, mm-hmm. we've done all of this shit. I don't need it again. What I need is a good <laughs> champion with a good storyline that we can follow. It's not just he's the beast and he comes out because we have to pay-per-view for him. Right. And that, that we can follow thing just gets more and more convoluted the more stuff they try and throw in. And, and we like wrestling. We like WrestleMania. We watch this stuff every week. And even we get confused by some of it as to where they're going, what they're doing, why they're doing this. It doesn't make sense sometimes. I think two of the biggest problems that WWE always has is WWE has the whole too big to fail 
concept in their head. Like, yeah. we are too big. We know so much more than the fans and all this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we are going to do what we want to do. Yes. And you can suck it. Yeah, we we are going to tell you fans what you're going to follow. Pretty much. And yeah. sometimes, sometimes that's okay. Yeah. You threw me a swerve and I liked it. Exactly. Exactly. But you would think. Other times. You would think that a corporation that has made billions of dollars. Billions. Based billions. on their fans' love. Mm-hmm. And not expect us to want and actually desire and, and then give us it. Because all we're going to do is like. Like, you look at Becky, you look at Kofi. We love these. They're organic heroes to us. Mm-hmm. You've done it with Becky now. You've thrown out, like, five different Becky shirts. Right, right. And I am here with the shovel. Like, I just bought my Funko Pop right. because she's, it's Funko Becky with the man t-shirt. Right, right. And, and you're not I, getting it for five months. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. and, but I'm sitting here with the shovel mm-hmm. and money literally in a wheelbarrow just yeah. going, I want to throw this at you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, I think, with WWE it's not even this too big to fail thing, and we are we are perfect examples of this. Uh, we will keep watching forever, and you know we will, no matter how crappy this gets. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that anymore. I, I I would think that you would think, but I'm going to put this on you. You have AEW coming out, which could be a really good promo. Right. You right. have. New Japan, which is still good. Mm-hmm. You have Ring of Honor, which could get better. But, right. I mean, then you have a bunch of indie promos, and these are now becoming more prevalent and coming to the forefront. It's no longer the best-kept secret in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. a lot of people that would enjoy the entertainment of wrestling, the show that is the athletics and the the storytelling. Right, right. You know, these people are finding other venues. Mm-hmm. WWE, it's 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 like it's anything like Chevy or Ford or Chrysler. You guys have built an empire on what people have expected. Right, but remember mm-hmm. the auto industry fell, so things can fall. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. If you are going to live on what you feel is the expectation of the people and not actually listen to them, mm. you are destined for failure. The second mm. problem I have with WWE, <laughs> go for it. You're airing of grievances. <laughs> I need a Festivus poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I said there was two big things. One was that, and two is that they don't know what to do with the talent. Yeah. yeah. They are so locked into pigeonholing people into certain roles that they are not allowing the talented artists they have to grow organically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Becky Lynch did it. Kofi has now done it. Right. And it's just because we, the fans, have said, you know what? You expect this, and we really want this. Right. Like We're all behind Kofi right now, and it's not because Kofi is the greatest thing we've ever seen. We've seen everything he can do for exactly. the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not putting down Kofi. He's a great wrestler, yeah. one of our favorites. Why we are so behind him right now is because he is the anti-establishment guy. Like you said, hey, we just list him as maybe a B-card tag team wrestler. And we're saying, no, we want something so different right. that now we want him to be Kofi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kofi mania. Yeah. You, you've you said, you know, Becky is nothing but a filler card. Mm-hmm. And Becky's like, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. 
I've beaten everybody you put up against me. I've worked my way through the card. I am the people's champ. I am now the man. Mm. I can say I've beaten everybody here. And now you have to come at me. And we, the fans, have been like, yeah. Yes, you're right. Yeah. That's, I mean. But I think both of those are in spite of what WWE does. Those are the two in spite stories. (laughs) The rest of it is it's like, uh, you know, looking at Elias and No Way Jose. Right. Yeah, I, I'm happens. sorry. I don't know No Way Jose. Mm-hmm. I've seen him wrestle in NXT. I've seen him wrestle on WWE. He is good enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is not a superstar. He, in my opinion, should have never been called up from NXT. Mm-hmm. But to have him come out and now you have Elias lose to him. Yeah. If you're going to keep Elias as like a B card heel. Mm-hmm. You've just dropped him down to a C card right, player by having him lose to, to yeah. No Way. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if you're trying to build No Way up, but he did get new hair, uh, new hair, new clo- uh, colors. Mm-hmm. He is now the uh, Naomi right. of Raw. <laughs> yes, he is. But I, I just, you know, it, that to me is almost the perfect example of you don't know what to do, right? right. And you were so locked into your old ways that. You know, you're bringing back your old writers, you're bringing back your old advisors, you're bringing back all of these people that have, you know, you've seen that their ideas were great in the 80s and mm-hmm. the 90s, but this is 2019. Exactly, exactly. Nuance is needed now, not just straight face heel, no in between. Right. So I just, that's the problems with WWE. And the, the worst part is I don't see him changing. No, no, uh, not anytime soon. But, um, you know, so we're doomed. We're doomed to have, like, I like Elias. Wait a minute. What the hell's going on with Elias? He's wrestling No Way Jose. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I am currently watching Elias, who should have an event at WrestleMania. He is headlining it. With mm-hmm. a Congo line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bullshit. It is. And it then is. I've got people like Bliss, who I think they're on there because they know we like watching them. Yeah, that's it. That Just period. looking at them. Period. Yeah. She's not going to wrestle. No, no. Mm-mm. But, Mm-mm. Uh, you know, you're going to keep these people up. You're going to give them TV time. Mm-hmm. But then you've got people in the back like, like Chad Gable and Apollo Crews that you have never given an opportunity right. to. Right, right. And have... So much more talent than No Way Jose. And I I mean, like, one of my dream matches, one of the matches I would love to see is Apollo Crews versus Ricochet. Yes. Like, that would be amazing. Freaking phenomenal mm-hmm. because they're both almost the same person. Ricochet is a little bit faster mm-hmm. and a little more athletic, but Apollo can go toe-to-toe with him. Exactly. And Apollo has, while Ricochet is strong, Apollo has a little more strength on his side. And could do the things like the catching ricochet in midair yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be an amazing match. I, I would love to see that, but I feel I'll never will. No. Um, because they're both, the, you know, Ricochet is riding the high right now, but as soon as, you know, Vince goes, uh, I'm not feeling that guy anymore. Yeah, exactly. He's gone. He's gone. He'll be dropped down and he'll retire. Mm-hmm. And we'll always remember him in the awesome as Prince Puma. Prince Puma. <laughs> anyway, so... We digress. We, <laughs> we, no, that was a you digress, but that's fine. Well, remember, I was sick for a week, so I've, I've a lot, a lot on my chest. mind. A lot of stuff to get off your chest. Um, uh, but we have to talk about what happened with Kofi. So, because it was it was what the last hour plus, yeah, of SmackDown 
was this gauntlet match for Kofi. And it was Kofi Kingston. I don't know if you noticed at one point, me and my wife both did, that at one point Michael Cole says, Big E's been in this match for 41 minutes. Uh-huh. And Corey Graves then has to correct him and says, Kofi's been in this match for 41 minutes. Because <laughs> yeah, Michael Graves, he's, he's a smart kid. <laughs> he's a smart guy. Um, so uh... he goes through everybody. He fights through the entire gauntlet match and wins. And and is has his chance to go to WrestleMania until your boy, Vince McMahon, comes Whoa, out. Wait. <laughs> when did he become my boy? I don't know. Just feel like he should be. Just because I'm older, we don't hang out. Yeah, you guys hang we out. We don't play golf. You guys play golf We together. don't have you drinks your, in the club. You eat your 5 p.m. Denny early bird breakfast dinners together. Um, yeah, no. I, so, hold on a second. <coughs> You have him run the gauntlet. Yes. You well, su- all good matches, I thought. You submarine five superstars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Submarine them now. Yeah. They weren't good enough to get the job right. done. The, they weren't good enough to beat Kofi after two people, three people, four people. Like, like Randy Orton lost to Kofi Kingston after Kofi Kingston had just fought for an hour plus. Right. Yeah. So... What you're telling me is he's that good. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel Bryan comes out and pins him. Yeah. Um, I'd rather him have lost. Like, I thought would have been really fitting mm-hmm. is you let him beat Sheamus and Cesaro. That ends that little feud. He yeah. got his back. Mm-hmm. Then Rowan comes out. And I love the fact what they did is they just let Rowan run Ramak on the outside and he got counted out. Yes. So he mm-hmm. didn't really get pinned, but he was just out there to beat the piss out of Kofi. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he beats the piss out of Kofi. Then you follow up with Samoa Joe. And that's just insurmountable odds. After Rowan beat the piss out of Kofi, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and then you throw him in the ring with Samoa Joe, he he just literally succumbs to the Coquina Clutch. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been a perfect, like, we almost had a chance. Yeah, yeah. And then you could have even done, you could have still brought out Randy Orton to just, you know, RKO Samoa Joe just because, and then you would have had something going on with Samoa Joe, at least leading into WrestleMania. But, I mean, or, you know... Or that they the, the odds become overwhelming where Samoa Joe's out there and then Randy Orton comes out of nowhere and RKO's both of them yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. It could have been more. Yeah. Now, we all know this is leading up to a Kofi Bryant match at WrestleMania. Right. And somehow Kofi will get it back, mm-hmm. uh, much like Becky Lynch and all that. But, right. but why? Why? Why, why does a story have to be that convoluted? Exactly. Why don't you say, hey... Kofi has a legitimate claim. Mm-hmm. Look at the people that he beat as an individual wrestler. Yes. You know, now WWE would have to take steps to build that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love when you have Daniel Bryant come out and say stuff like he is a B card wrestler. Yes. He is known for his tag team work. Mm-hmm. He plays that up. I think you should you you would have a lot better story, a lot easier to write, and a lot more buy-in if you just went. Kofi comes out and goes, you know what? I've been all that. Mm-hmm. But look, these are the people I beat individually. Yep. And I beat you. Exactly. I said, I deserve this chance. And if Vince McMahon is like, oh, no, you know, you want to have that little play of the authority in there. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon could be like, I don't know. We don't feel this way. Right, right. For the next three weeks, if you can beat this person, this exactly. person, this person. Build it up. Yeah. You, you. I, I love the idea of the gauntlet match, but it would have been either, my opinion, you spread it, you know, it would have been separate matches spread out, or you do that right before WrestleMania. 
or two weeks before WrestleMania, and then you promo about the fact that he won the week before. Like, leading into it is what, that, that to me, as opposed to now, now you have to come up with some other weird convoluted way to get Kofi into yeah, it. why? As opposed to just letting him win to get into it. Like, why can't you have that? Why can't you have it? He's, he doesn't have to beat Daniel Bryan to get to WrestleMania, which seems to be their big thing now is you're going to fight the person that has the belt, so that and you if you beat them, the then you get a chance at the belt. Um, it, it's dumb. It doesn't need to happen. It could have been done a lot more easily and organically, mm-hmm. and everybody would have been a lot happier. Yes, I agree. But this is WWE. This is WWE. It's not what they do. Um, not what they do. You know, so I, I'm... I'd love to see Kofi compete. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Kofi actually win it. I, I honestly still feel that if Kofi wins the belt, mm-hmm. this is kind of like his farewell yes. kind of thing. Like, you know, I think you will see him hold the belt for a time, mm-hmm. drop it at, say, SummerSlam. Yeah. And then that's Kofi's way out. Mm-hmm. And we will see Xavier and Big E either become. Single wrestlers or a true or tag, a true tag team. team. Do you think if Kofi wins, <coughs> uh, Xavier Biggie will run out with the original, with the actual belt covered in dirt, maybe like a banana peel over top of it because they pulled out <laughs> a trash can, and then they will just light the hep belt on fire? Oh no, my friend! <laughs> oh no, my friend! Mm-hmm. What I see them coming out with a big platter full of. Pancake belts. Ooh, pancake belts. I pancake like that. Pancake wrestling belts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then they take the hemp belt, they light it, and smoke it. And s- smoke the hemp smoke belt. Smoke the hemp belt. <laughs> yep. Stones and all. Stones and all. Oh. So, oh. Mm-hmm. I think, to sum everything up, <laughs> on the tangents we've gone off on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. WWE mm-hmm. is doing a poor job at best at letting their talent develop. Right. Right. Uh, WrestleMania looks like it is going to be a cluster, and WWE looks like it's running around like a chicken with its head cut off because mm-hmm. they can't figure out what story they want to tell. Um, we're already talking 17 matches. Yeah. We're already looking at six hours of wrestling. A minimum. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at sitting in a stadium in nosebleed seats, mm-hmm. probably between two heavyset, smelly Italian white guys. Right, right. I'm stereotyping the normalcy of what I get at a wrestling match, mm-hmm. where they smell like the oil on an Italian sandwich. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good... No, like, well, they probably just use uh, olive oil and vinegar as, but it's, like, it's baby like, oil. It's opposed to, like, when you go to a Jersey Mike's and it's like, mm, I really love the smell of that oil No, it's vinegar. not that. It's, it's when you go to, like, a mom-and-pop shop and it's the same oil and vinegar that they've cooked the fries in yes. and have sat out for five years. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, it's my God, that what oil. is that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to be sitting with that. Right. And although my son is 12, I have a 12-year-old kid there with yes. me. Yes, yes. Six hours to a 12-year-old That's is a long, long time. time. Unless and you're sitting there playing Fortnite, there's it, nothing you can do for six hours. And it's not like we're sitting in good seats where we can actually really see everything. Mm. My son was says, Dad, I can't wait. We're going to WrestleMania. I get to see Randy Orton because we were talking about his match. And, I, and that's his favorite. Mm. And I'm like, well, buddy... You'll see something that looks like Randy Orton. Right, right, right. You'll see a guy in a vest walk down a ramp. I'll bring, I'll bring the binoculars so mm-hmm. maybe you can see more. But um, you are not like because when we usually go, we may sit second row, right. or second tier. But 
you can still see their facial expressions yes, yes. and stuff. They, you can connect eyes with Becky Lynch, as we know happened. Yeah. Live well, in an event. I mean, we do it all the time, mm-hmm. her and I. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he has yet to understand what it is really like to go to a massive event like right, this. Right, right. Because th- this isn't even just, you know, Eagle Bank Arena or mm-hmm. uh, this is know, a football Capital stadium. One Arena, like upper I, tier. I showed him where we were sitting. Mm-hmm. I even clicked on this is your view. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think we'll be okay. I'm like, no. No. Because you also have to realize this is your view when a football game's taking up the whole field. Yeah. Not this is your Not view when the ring, ring is. Not a little ring in the middle of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we're looking forward to it. We got a few more things with access. Um, it's going to be awesome. It should be really fun. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so... All right, so that is a little bit down the road. That is far away. Do we want to talk about the local thing coming up this weekend? Yes. Which is Right Coast Pro. They're having their wrestling night, their pro wrestling extravaganza at the 76ers game this Saturday. Philadelphia 76ers? uh, Close. Uh, It's the uh, Delaware 76ers. Uh, Are there 76 people in Delaware? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the the width of Delaware, 76, 76 miles. miles. Yeah. Anyway, we'll figure out what 76ers are. But anyway, so they're having their show. They're having their show. All right. Who's so going to be there? They will be there. Bushwhacker Luke. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll lick your head if you ask him. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Hopefully he'll cut your hair if Do you, you ask him. Do you remember when he used to have the barbershop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I did. best clip ever, mm-hmm. like the best promo clip, and one of the best like talk show clips ever. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into this in a little bit. You know why I'm. Here. I know why. Yes. Shawn Michaels puts a hundred percent Janati's face through the hundred percent. Mm-hmm. All in the barbershop. Oh, the barbershop. That's why I love Brutus Barber yeah. Cake. And uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine, who once again you thought was dead. I did. I really did. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm amazed the guy's still alive. Right. But all three of them will be there for autographs and photos and all that stuff He's at the event. He's probably pickled. Like, from the road stories I've heard about him, he has probably drank as much as, mm-hmm. if not more, than Ric Flair. That's impressive, because Ric Flair, as we know, did some drinking. I think that's Greg Vaber. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I get him and uh, Jim Nyhard mixed up a lot uh, mm-hmm. not in their wrestling persona no but just in their as, as outside of the ring yes anyway yeah. anyway mm-hmm. i digress yeah but that is this weekend this saturday uh the 23rd in delaware check it out go see uh you know some local we like all the local wrestling events but you know support all local sports local baseball local basketball local soccer it's a local basketball game, so go see that. I'm sure it'll be entertaining. And you get to see these three famous pro wrestlers at some point during the show. You don't even have to watch the game. Just go get their autographs and go home. That's really probably what I would do. Wow. <laughs> wow. Way to submarine the whole event. I said support it, and then I said what I would actually do. This is what we do. We talk, we talk about <laughs> we what talk we talk it should, up, and then we tell you what we're doing. we tell you the truth. Hey, we talk it up. We talk it WrestleMania. Awesome. John's probably going to watch four hours and then be like, "This is. let's just go watch this in our room. I'm, I'm going to need a nap in stadium chair. <laughs> and a nap inside your nachos. It's going to be great. Yep. Oh, I wanted to add my little two-bit to uh, Fat Gordy's. Oh, yes. This question of uh, what is your best uh, wrestling event food? Yes. So, so now when I said it, I, let me talk. I didn't get enough talking in. 
Okay. Uh, what I said was, All right, angry at the event, as you will be, was nachos. Yes. Bringing in the story of the fact that we almost got in a fight over nachos. Not we, you. <laughs> like you saying. almost got in a fight, and I had your back. Yeah, that's what you did. Because he was going to bring his fellas, <laughs> and then he was going to get his lawyer. <laughs> Uh, over I nachos. Forgot, I forgot about the lawyer. <laughs> and we we looked at him, and I, I don't remember if it was you or me, but one of us looked at him and just called him out on his bluff, and it was like, you know, when you said you were going to get your boys, we thought about it. Then when you said you got you were going to get your lawyer, we, we were oh. like, are you kidding us? Oh, man. Here's, a, here's a guy lawyer. who literally bought four seats. And he sat in one and had his nachos in another. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, anyway, talk, 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 um, talk. And then, but at home, as I will be watching WrestleMania, it's store brand soda uh, and subs. Did That's you, usually. You said all that on your show. I just want to make sure if somebody didn't listen to last week's show, they know what my opinion is on stuff before we hear your dumb opinion on stuff. My opinion. So, what is, is your incredible. opinion on food for wrestling events, Mr. Johnny? I agree with you. <laughs> there we, we go. Done. All right, next. We have a tradition <laughs> mm. that anytime we go see wrestling live, it is shitty not uh, stadium nachos. Yes. With the, you know, almost hard orange cheese yes. product. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the minimum of three sliced pickled jalapenos. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. And you always got to beg the lady in Sweet Talker, and mm-hmm. she's got like the glass eye and is missing four teeth. Right, right. For the, you know, a required amount of jalapenos. Yes. Like, I should have at least 10. No, no. And you're mm. like, sweetheart, you're a beautiful lady. You're a beautiful lady. Uh, Let me get some more of those jalapenos. The squirrel hanging out of your pants really set it up. Mm-hmm. I really like your look. Hook a brother up with some jalapenos. Let me get some more jalapenos. <laughs> and, and she's like, all right, lady, I got you. for you. <laughs> all right? So I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not much of a drinker, so in this stadium, I always go with the flat diet soda. Right. Always flat. Always flat. Always diet flat. Soda. Somehow bubbly and flat at the same time. But I do want to say that a close second favorite mm-hmm. is the big ass pretzel. Ooh, that is a good one. Do love the big ass that pretzel. That is a good ass Which what? half of it is stale, half of it never got cooked. My favorite part of the big ass pretzel is big ass pretzel with little mustard packets. <laughs> so you so squeeze a little for a bite. Little, and then you bite, and then you run out of the mustard packet. Then you need <laughs> another mustard packet for the next bite. So I have a pretzel the size of my face and eight pockets full of mustard. <laughs> yep. 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 We're in the same And boat. whatever, however much mustard you get, it's one less than you actually one, need. <laughs> one pack away from what you really needed. Yep. That last little knot of pretzel is just going to be dry as crap. All right. So when I am at home yes. watching wrestling events, mm-hmm. I like to... Very my selection. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do like your recommendation of subs. I 100% agree. The best off-brand store soda is Weiss White Birch Beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are privileged to have that in our area. I don't know if you guys are, but if you haven't tried it, try it. Um, we always do the off-brand challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> so I need to correct you. Oh, oh, please. It's not Dr. Captain. Oh, sorry. It's Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, That's what it is. Dr. Thunder and Mountain Lightning. You know what? I honestly think at some point I used to put rum in there. Oh. And I think I used to call it Dr. Captain when well, I would do Dr. Pepper and Captain Morgan rum. That makes sense. <laughs> Dr. Captain Morgan. <laughs> but Dr. Thunder makes much more sense. Okay. Anyway, so. I knew Mountain Breeze. Instead of Mountain Dew. 
Well, there's definitely a mountain breeze. That's you when you pass gas. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, but I do like the subs. Mm-hmm. Delicious idea. I agree with you. Subway is crap. If you think Subway is a sandwich of any kind, mm-hmm. you have issues. Yes. Um, come at me, bro. Come at you. Do what you want to say. At but us, I will Subway. fight you all day that Subway is the worst sandwich ever made. Exactly. We we have uh, morals and values here. And if, what, if one person from Subway contacts us and says, we will sponsor your show, we'll say no. Okay. <laughs> That's only one. That's if only two, one. Does, if two people contact us, or if the same person calls us the second time, well, says, yeah, no, then, really. then we know they're serious. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> and then we'll have to consider. Then we'll, we'll anyway, have to consider. Um, but uh, pizza's always a given. Mm-hmm. Um, my new one, my mm-hmm. new one that mm-hmm. I kind of really like. Um, I like to go get the chicken dippers. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And have a selection of like eight to ten different sauces. Oh. Oh. Do. You- so that I can have an international flair with my chicken dipper? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you mix sauces or is it just one sauce? Mm, it's per usually thing. one sauce per dipper. Okay, okay. So I agree. Know, That's what I would do. Like a, a sweet sauce mixer. Thai chili sauce right, right. for one dipper. Exactly. And then like a nice marinara for the next. Right. So I can right. be like, hey, I am visiting Thailand. Now I am visiting Italy. Mm-hmm. And then you can get some ranch and visit America. Oh, see? <laughs> That's the other thing that you and I disagree on. I'm not a big fan of ranch. Mm-hmm. I, I like ranch uh, on salad, the rare occasion I eat it. No, no, um, no. And, and every once in a while, I'll dip stuff in it. I'm not a fan of ranch on pizza, no. which I know some people like. Uh, that's disgusting right. to me. We have gone totally off the rails. We have. We have. Let's take it back. Let's take it we back. We have a few things we need to address. We do. And one of them I think we can talk about now because you were mentioning... Brutus the Barber Beefcake and the Barber Shop. For this week's Gorilla Position, it has been decided by me. Okay. Um, and we talked about this before, so we're pulling back the curtain just because I w- we wanted to think about this and make it good. And that's why you knew what was coming up. For Gorilla Position, uh, because the KO show came back, which we both loved. Right. And I was gone last week. And you were so, gone last week. So we needed hosts. We, exactly. Exactly. So the way we're doing this... Uh, it's a shorter grill position, but it's going to be if you could be on any wrestler's quote unquote show. Right. That always happens. Like you, a moment of bliss, the KO show, mm-hmm. bar, uh, the barbershop. barbershop, Piper's Pit, Piper's Pit, all any of those exactly. amalgamations. Exactly. What show, John, would you want to be on? I. There is no doubt in my mind, no contention on any of this. As mm-hmm. much as I love a lot of these other shows, mm-hmm. um, I have to go Piper's Pit. I yeah. love yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper. He is an all-time favorite of mine. I think he was one of the originators on driving stories and mm-hmm. building rivalries with mm-hmm. the Piper Pit. And, you know, when growing up as a little, little kid, little, little kid. In, in the 80s. A little Johnny. You know, watching Piper's Pit, I was like, oh, my gosh, what's he going to do now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was just amazing. Yes. Um, yes. I agree. I agree. Uh, and that is why uh, I let you go first, because I my choice also would have been Piper's Pit. Of course. But I, I wanted you to have that since you were uh, out sick and on your deathbed. I wanted to give that to you. Do you uh, want to know what my second show would have been? No, because this may be mine now. Okay. So, so my choice, um, only because every time it happened, I found it funny. And I always thought it was hilarious. Is Ambrose's Asylum? 
when he would have his little fern there that he would always make sure was there, like, and the homemade sign just taped to the wall. I always thought that was entertaining. I think he would be fun to have, like, interact with in a ring, obviously, because especially then, like, that was, I think, our favorite Ambrose was around that time. So for me, if I was to be on anybody's show, it would be that. Plus... Uh, a dirty deeds being done to me at the end of the show because that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Um, it would always be wonderful. Just feels like that would be like uh, you know some sort of uh, bucket list item of mine is to okay. get dirty deeds. So by on him. the flip side, that's the shows we would like to be on. Mm-hmm. The next mm-hmm. question we had is, I was sick last week. Yes. If you could pick your co-host, mm-hmm. who would it be? Mm-hmm. And where are we talking? Anybody ever in the history of wrestling? Anybody ever Anybody in the history ever. of wrestling? Or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who would you want to be your co-host? See, we had we had some pre-show discussion about this. Uh, we both liked the idea of uh, Ultimate Warrior or Macho Man when they're high on cocaine. Yeah, because that would just be funny. <laughs> That'd be funny. But it would be short-lived. Very short-lived. Very and we're short-lived. 69 episodes in. Exactly, exactly. So it has to be somebody that can pull their weight. Uh, ex- ex- this is true. And I'm choosing somebody who actually has done podcasts. Because I think it's good. It's it's entertaining to me every time I listen to it. I'm going Jericho. I thought you were going to say Jericho. Mm-hmm. I can fully understand, and that's an excellent choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, I feel Jericho may steal the show, and instead of being your co-host, you would be like his sidekick. <sighs> that is a possibility. That is a possibility. But then you choose somebody like Luke, Har- Luke Harper who just won't talk, and then therefore you get to run the show. No, 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 my mm-hmm. friend. I picked Kevin Owens. <laughs> Also a good choice. He was he was rattling in my head as well to be a choice. Some contenders, and I'm sure you and I will agree on these. Mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose would be a lot of fun. Dean Ambrose would be a lot of fun. You know who else, honestly, I think would be a lot of fun? Renee Young. Oh, yeah, I hadn't even thought about her. Beth I Phoenix. Of, I hadn't thought about the ladies. Edge. Uh, Christian. I know, I know many people are not big fans of him, but we are. Mojo, I think, would be awesome to Mojo have. Mojo would be fun. <laughs> um... The Miz. The Miz would be good. Would be a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so that we can always look like the good guy and be awesome. Yep. A Shane McMahon. Shane Titus O'Neil, I think, would be fun. Nikki Cross would be a lot of fun, <laughs> but that would be on the Randy or uh, Randy Savage or yeah. Macho Man on crack. And I, would, I would want Nikki Cross totally in character the whole oh, time. Oh, the whole yeah. time. The mm-hmm. whole time. Um, I would love... See, here's the problem. I would love to say Becky Lynch, but the problem I would have Becky Lynch is I would just sit here. Right, and, yeah, you wouldn't pay you, any attention. Just jaw you Gabe, wouldn't even and talk. you would never hear me. I'd just be like, I love you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even talk. She, John, what do you think? I'm like, oh, I love you. I love you so much. I like that your response to her also turned into an Irish accent. Yeah, well. <laughs> A little kid she, Irish accent. She brings it out of me. She brings it out of you. I just, uh, mm-hmm. she can Irish last kick me. Anytime. anytime. Anytime she wants. So that, folks, is Gorilla Position for this week. All right, because we wanted to, as we said, think about what happens when one of us eventually passes away, probably to some sort of heart attack or clogged artery um, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, both very viable options. Very viable options. Um, the other game that we have started recently, because, as we've talked about, the emergence of all these. I don't know if we're going to call it a game. These. I think we're going to call it, like... An event. An event. Because of these things like the New Japan, like AEW coming together, all that sort of stuff happening and building and getting bigger, we decided we would also start our own league. We would start the T3 League. 
The T3 League. The T3 and we did League. it kind of like WWE where we each get our own show. Right, right. So your show is Warzone. Warzone. Uh, with your current one wrestler that you have to be the face that runs the place. He's my face, and mm. it's The Rock. And it's The Rock. I am on Takedown, the other show. Yeah. All right. Uh, and mine is Finn Balor. Because obviously we're going we're going for very different rosters. Right now we have very different uh, formulas working, but yes. let's see how it fe- how it fleshes out. Because we're going to add a few more people this week, right? Right, right. And uh, as the the one rule we have is somebody that either is not in WWE or somebody who should be leaving WWE to come to us. We can't just take anybody from WWE that we want to. They have to have reason to come to us instead, which is that they're no longer right. on that show. They they're could show. be retired. Mm-hmm. They could be not well used. They exactly. should leave. Exactly. Like a Finn Balor. Yeah. Or they could be retired like a rock. So, this week we had to choose our top female wrestler who should either leave WWE or already is not in WWE. Who right. do you have, John, as your top female wrestler for Warzone? Well... Here's my problem. Oh, yes. Please, let's start off with the problem. Um, the female that I had picked last week mm-hmm. still works a little bit with WWE, but has officially retired. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but she came back strong this week. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna stick with her. I'm going with Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I loved her in her original run. I think she has the ability... Uh, like I said, she's got to knock off a lot of the ring rust. We mm-hmm. do a lot of work with her and our, our you know, got to show where our hard cam is again. I yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, she would come to my full sales. We would get the ring rust off, bring her up to championship level again. I'm going Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That's a good choice. Goes well with The Rock, I think, too. Yeah, I think we – and you can see I'm taking from the 90s. Right, but right. I'm mm-hmm. okay with this. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, now, I think there's a lot of people up in the air – that you could take with the female. I think one one of the females I was thinking about, but I'm not choosing because I think she is so underutilized as WWE is Asuka mm-hmm. because I have no idea what they're doing with her. I would agree. Um, and the other person now that I'm choosing because I like to take people. Yeah. Um, so I'm stealing from WWE again. Okay. Uh, somebody who I feel uh, they've they've given some push to, they've taken back, they've given push to, they've taken back, and they're just not using her right. But we've discussed has amazing talent is Ruby Riot. That's an excellent choice. So I, I think bringing her in, and you know she's she's a different <laughs> uh, female face to have. You know yeah. she's definitely not the uh, blonde big boob. And you allow you know. her, you allow her to be who she wants to be, exactly. not just a a watered down Ruby Riot. Let, right. uh, mm-hmm. let her be that flamboyant character that she can be mm-hmm, and, and see mm-hmm. where that goes. And see yeah, where that I could goes love going that. without, you know, any sort of hesitation so you've or restriction. Made, you've made some unique and dynamic choices in Finn Balor and Now Ruby wait Ryan. a minute. Now wait a minute. I, no, I'm wait. complimenting you. No, no, you're not. Because I know the John I know, when he uses the adjective dynamic, that does not a compliment. <laughs> well let me finish. I'm noticing that I am going a lot safer. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going with fast uh, prior faces that can actually carry the label. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am marketing. Yeah. You are fan picking. I am fan picking. I am going, I'm going, in my mind, I'm going more AEW route of I'm choosing what the fans want to see, the, the wrestling marks okay. Okay. want to see. I think you, though, are going, which may end up being the smarter route of you're going to choose what the masses would want to see. 
and they're going to, you know, is it easier to have somebody watch the, you know, the mass appeal of somebody like The Rock, which just the name alone will get people to turn on the TV, as opposed to I have to get them to be like, no, good wrestling is happening over here. Come watch it, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, we've got to have somebody to talk about what our wrestlers are doing. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. So we said that we were going to pick a one male, one female commentator, right? Yep. Rup. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one has to be face, one has to be heel. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you like to go first? or uh, No, go for it, sir. I, w- I want you to be able to go first. All right. Well, somebody that I feel is completely underutilized, somebody that I need to have on my announce desk mm-hmm. is Alexa Bliss. And that would be my heel. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss would be my heel female commentator. Now, I am progressive. She's going to do all of my show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not just female. Right, right. No. She's going to call the whole show. Got it. And Got she it. will be my heel. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Uh, for um, the face, mm-hmm. I'm going to blow your mind with this. Ooh, ooh, I'm ready to get my mind blown. Okay. I'm going all the way outside of wrestling. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Although I don't particularly care for this guy, mm-hmm. I think his style of commentary okay. and the air and personality he brings mm-hmm. would work well as the face commentator for my show. Okay. Tony Romo. Really? Yeah, I think mm. he could come in and be like that happy-go-lucky, like, hey, we all love The Rock, don't we? Right. I love the people's elbow. And Alexa Bliss would be like, the only thing I love about The Rock is his beautiful baby face. Yes, yes. I like that. Can you see that? I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I feel dumb now with my choices. But No, you good. go ahead with your dumb self. <laughs> that's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Um, for my choices, yes. Uh, for my female, um, because I, I want her, so I'm taking her, um, because she's probably not going to stay when her husband leaves. I'm taking Renee Young. Ah, uh, see, she was <laughs> she was up there, but then I realized, you know what? I that's a that's a given. Mm-hmm. We would both want her. Right now, right. I'm not gonna lie. I would take some time later on after she's established herself on your show. Mm-hmm. To see if she succeeds. Yes. And if so, then I would start courting her. Well, and I would I think I would appreciate when T3 uh, League has its evolution match event, Alexa Bliss and Renee Young together commentating on that. I can see that. I mean, I think that's... And that, that, now, are you going to keep Renee Young face? Because that would work perfectly. I'm, I am going to keep her face, yes. Okay. I am going to keep her face. Uh, because for my male commentator, um, because I'm trying to think of somebody who I know Renee Young... I think would work well with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, you know, I think going with somebody like Corey Graves is, is too easy. Yeah. They're already doing that. And Corey uh, Graves isn't going anywhere. And he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but somebody who, um, I don't care what anybody says, I find him funny every time he is doing commentary. I find him funny every time going. he's in there. I'm teaching Booker Five T. Times. Five times. <laughs> Five times. Booker T is funny to me every time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so dumb. <laughs> All right. So next week, mm-hmm. when we start picking more for our league, I think we got to flesh it out a little bit more. I agree. So I say we both bring in two more male wrestlers. Okay. Okay. Two more female wrestlers. I like that. I like that. Two male, two female for next week's T3 league. Individual wrestlers. Individual wrestlers. And they have to be... Uh, they can. You cannot pull from someone that is an established tag team, I feel. 
Um, but all of these makeshift tag teams that they've made, okay, Ricochet, Alistair Black, something yeah. like that, you could take them. But oh, like, you can't pull. Not that we would. You can't pull one of the iconics. I think is how I would put it. I got it. All right, I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. That's T three. So we need to talk about our moment of, which we were talking about trying to think of what we could do for our moment of this week, and we've already mentioned them once on this show. I don't care. I like the Mojo promos. I do too. The talking in the mirror to himself. I do too. Are good and entertaining to me every single time. And we were a little nervous that we missed Mojo. Right, right. We were we didn't know what was happening with Mojo. He was always posting about doing like the WWE live events. I think he was doing a lot of pre-show dark match stuff at a lot of them, but he hadn't been on TV for like six months. So we've been getting little snippets of him. And this one, we feel, is one of his best. Yes, exactly. So we wanted to to sh- put the spotlight and the shine on Mojo because we should, because we love him. Go, Maryland. Love you, Dean. They've always told you how much potential you have. Potential. I despise the word. What good is potential if you don't do anything with it? Why can't you figure this out? Huh? Why can't you figure this out? Figure it out! Oh, he's so So, introflective. Is the right word? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of us. As you should be. No. Mm-hmm. This was episode 69. It was. We did not make any sex jokes. No. We did not reference that instead of gorilla position. Hee <laughs> gorilla position <laughs> in 69. We wanted to cast a porn. Right. But we did not do that. We didn't. Um, none of us made any, like, covert snippets about sex or anything in an episode 69. No, we even have a segment called the tea bag. We didn't even reference that section. I know. So we were great. We are grown adults with jobs and everything. Wow. Pay insurance. So I'm proud of us for that. Yes. I'm thankful for all of our friends and fans that actually listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys want to interact with us, you mm-hmm. can hit us up on the socials at any time. We yep. are at Take Two Takedown. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can get us in our mailbag. It's the triple T bag at gmail.com. Yep. yep. Uh, you can hit us up on our hotline. Hit up on the digits. 434-602-1931. And you can interact with us when you see us in person. Yeah. Yeah. If you are going to WrestleMania... Coming up, let us know. John may be in the nosebleeds, but if he's at Access and you're at Access, you could actually meet a professional podcast host. I'm just saying I'll be there and I make myself available to the public. I mean, I'm not saying you have to, but if you want to carry around a Sharpie marker just in case people ask you to sign their skin, you probably should. Should I do it in silver? Ooh, silver would be nice. That shows classy. That right? does show class. Gold's a little over the top. Right. Silver right. really works. Silver, it out. it's always classic. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't even call it silver for you. I would call it platinum. You should sign everything in platinum. I'll sign everything in platinum. <laughs> and, um, you know, I won't even charge. 
What? No. 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 That's how gracious I am to our fans. Mm-hmm. You know what you should do, though? Um, you should say every time you have to sign somebody, they have to take a picture with you so that we can show it on all of our socials. Oh, I will definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Happy to take pictures with our fans. Uh, you will know me because I will actually have a shirt that says T3 on it. Yes, he will. An exclusive original shirt. He'll see it. It'll be out in the world public, and then we'll get it out to everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll make it available to right. the common folk. Mm-hmm. The, the common folk. You, you commoners. You commoners. Um, so let us not forget that we do have our belt competition. We do. It culminates. It's like being introflective. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, it cumulates. <laughs> it all comes together right. at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The points there are going to be huge. So huge. Literally, it can almost be anybody's game. Exactly. Even Brian, who has yet to make any pick on any event. So we've got that going on. After WrestleMania, the challenge starts all over again. So if you are interested in doing it, now that you've had a little taste of how it works... Uh, I've already got two more friends that want to play and mm-hmm. buy in, mm-hmm. so we're good. It's all good, clean fun. There is a belt. It talks to you. It does. Listen. That's crowd noise, folks. That's crowd noise. This belt makes noises for you. How you impressive can, is that? You can eat. Is this belt worth it? Yep, sure is. That's how awesome this belt is. It tells you this is awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, there's a belt involved. Uh, it does say T3 on it. Yes, it does. You're welcome. So you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but we love working and, and working for you guys and listening to you guys and hanging out with you guys. Uh, so stick with us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did I miss anything, Craig? I don't think so. I think it's just stay tuned next week for episode 70. It is our own road to WrestleMania You know, as what? things move on. I did forget something. What'd you forget? Forgot to say hi to our other friends. If... You have any need for movie, entertainment, TV talk, mm-hmm. you can go to our parent show, Take Two. Yes, um, yes They also yes. have a show on there called Take Two Spotlight, where we talk about a special actor, director, or what have you. Um, our good buddy Roy has a show on there called The Realm, where yep. he talks sci-fi and Dungeons and & Dragons stuff. And, um, you know, really good show, really good people, a lot of fun. We're out and about a lot. Yep. Follow us on that as well. Exactly. Thank you for listening, folks. Episode 69. We are such professionals for not making it sexual. Welcome. Peace. Straight up always. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Roo. Bye, Bobby Roo. has been a production of Take Two Podcast. WTV.